Cisco iOS XE hackers hide their tracks as patches come out. Okta discloses hack of customer support account. A key figure in the Ragnar Locker ransomware gang is arrested in Paris. And a new botnet targets C-level executives with low and slow brute force attacks. This is Risky Business News, prepared by Catlin Campanu. Today is October 23rd, and this podcast episode is brought to you by Resourcely, the company that can help you manage Terraform securely. Cisco has released security patches to fix actively exploited zero days in its iOS XE devices. The patches fix a zero day the company disclosed last Monday and a second zero day the company discovered while investigating the first. The first floor in the web interface was used to gain remote admin access, while the second was used to inject commands into the underlying Linux operating system. The exploit chain has been used since late September to backdoor more than 42,000 devices. Shortly before Cisco released patches, the attacker started removing its backdoors and the number of infected devices plummeted to only a few hundred. It's unclear if another, more stealthy mechanism replaced it, as in the case with Barracuda devices earlier this year. In addition, Cisco says that while investigating the attacks this week, it also found an older 2021 bug in its iOS XE devices that was exploited in the wild. A threat actor has compromised the account of an Okta support staffer and accessed the data of some of the company's customers. The attacker had access to Okta's support network since the beginning of the month. Okta says the intruder stole the files that the company requires customers to upload to their support portal for debugging purposes. Okta notified customers whose data was accessed in the breach. Victims known so far include Cloudflare and Beyond Trust, which first detected the breach and was the one to notify Okta. The administrators of the Jabba.ru instant messaging service have discovered an attack that was intercepting encrypted traffic going through its German servers. Admins say the active interception lasted for three months between July and October and was discovered when one of the attacker's certificates expired. Because the attack required cooperation from web hosting providers Hetzner and Linode, the Jabba.ru team believes the interception may have been a law enforcement operation. American facial recognition company Clearview AI has won a court case against the UK's privacy watchdog and overturned a fine of 7.5 million British pounds. The ICO fined Clearview in 2022 for collecting and using images of UK citizens without their consent. In the case, Clearview argued that it only sold its facial recognition services to foreign governments and their law enforcement agencies. The court sided with the company which asserted the ICO did not have jurisdiction over the affairs of foreign governments. The US government plans to add facial recognition technology to Login.gov, its authentication solution for accessing government services. The new tech is scheduled to roll out next year. Americans who don't want their face scanned to access government services will have a second digital identity verification option available, but the government hasn't yet decided what that option will be. 
The U.S. Treasury Department's Financial Crimes Enforcement Network has proposed rules that would designate cryptocurrency mixing services as money laundering tools. The new rules would allow U.S. authorities to impose sanctions and seize funds more easily. Officials have cited the use of such tools by groups like Hamas and North Korea as examples of real-world harm. Europol officials have arrested a key member of the Ragnar Locke ransomware group who was living in France's capital, Paris. The arrest was announced after the gang's dark web leak site was seized last week. Five other suspects were also interviewed in Spain and Latvia, and authorities seized servers across several European countries. A French judge has freed two Spanish nationals who've been accused of launching ransomware attacks against 26 French companies. Aged 26 and 28, the suspects were detained in July last year. French officials claim the pair used the Babook ransomware to launch more than 200 attacks against companies all over the world. In a court hearing last week, lawyers for the two suspects argued there is reasonable doubt that the pair were behind the attacks. A hacker claims to have gained access to multiple Filipino government websites and downloaded gigabytes of data. The hacker, who goes by Diablo X Phantom, claims to have gained access to the sites through weak passwords such as admin123. He claims to be 19 years old and a former Red Teamer who just wanted to highlight the government's weak security practices. Known victims of his hacking spree include the websites for the Philippines House of Representatives, the National Police's Forensics Database, the Philippine Statistics Authority and the country's National Health Insurance Corporation. The hacker released sample data as proof of his intrusions. A botnet of more than 16,000 IoT devices has been launching a slow brute force campaign against Microsoft accounts. The attacks exclusively target the accounts of C-level executives. Each account is only targeted with two or three brute force attempts per week and always from a different IP address. Named the Quad7 botnet, security researchers believe the attacker is trying to avoid detection by carrying out attacks at an extremely slow pace. Victims identified so far include two companies from the US energy sector, a UK government contractor, a UK university and several companies in France. Taiwanese electronics vendor QNAP says it has taken down a server that was being used by a threat actor to launch password brute force attacks against its NAS devices. The attack took place on the 14th of October and QNAP says it blocked it within seven hours via its NAS firewall feature. It also worked with DigitalOcean to have the attacker's server shut down. Security firm Praetorian has identified several vulnerabilities in mailing list management app ListServe. The vulnerabilities can be used to compromise admin accounts and achieve remote code execution. All bugs remain unpatched after the vendor didn't reply to Praetorian's vulnerability disclosure. That's all for this podcast edition. Today's show was brought to you by our sponsor, Resourcely. Find them at resourcely.io.